the citizen's almanac section twenty brown v board of education this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Matthew Datcher. The Citizen's Almanac, Fundamental Documents, Symbols, and Anthems of the United States by U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Section 20. Brown v. Board of Education, Earl Warren Delivering the Opinion of the Court, 1954. Since the U.S. Supreme Court's 1896 decision in the case of Plessy v. Ferguson, Racially segregated public schools were accepted under the basis of the separate but equal rule. The separate but equal rule mandated separate accommodations for blacks and whites on buses, trains, and in hotels, theaters, and schools. Many civil rights groups, including the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, worked to overturn this ruling for several decades. In 1952, the NAACP brought five cases before the Supreme Court that directly challenged the precedent established in Plessy v. Ferguson. Due to the divided opinion of the court on whether or not it was possible to overturn this ruling, the justices called for additional hearings at a later date. Following several setbacks, including the death of Chief Justice Frederick Vinson, the Supreme Court agreed to hear each case once again during its 1953 term. The five cases brought before the Supreme Court illustrated that many public schools in America were not providing equal facilities and materials to African-American students. Thurgood Marshall, the NAACP's lead attorney, argued that the separate but equal rule violated the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, which granted citizenship to all citizens regardless of color and provided equal protection under the law. On May 17, 1954, Chief Justice Earl Warren delivered the unanimous ruling of the court, stating that the segregation of public schools was in fact a violation of the 14th Amendment and was therefore unconstitutional. The historic decision ended the separate but equal rule that had been in place for nearly six decades. The court's opinion in this landmark case helped expand the civil rights movement in the United States, advancing the idea that every citizen deserves America's promise of equality and justice under the law. Excerpts We come then to the question presented. Does segregation of children in public schools solely on the basis of race, even though the physical facilities and other tangible factors may be equal, deprive the children of the minority group of equal educational opportunities. We believe that it does. To separate them from others of similar age and qualifications solely because of their race generates a feeling of inferiority as to their status in the community that may affect their heart and minds in a way unlikely ever to be undone. We conclude that in the field of public education, the doctrine of separate but equal has no place. Separate educational facilities are inherently unequal. End of section 20